Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host Serene. In this podcast you will find movie reviews and TV show reviews, the latest news about the film industry, monthly watch list, award show predictions and recaps, recaps on events like Netflix's To Doom. You will receive two episodes a week, Thursdays and Sundays. You can follow me on Instagram at movie reviews with Serene and Movie Reviews with Serene podcast. Come join the journey. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As you guys know, on Monday, March 13th, well, for me, and March, Sunday, March 12th, for you guys, the 95th Oscars were held in Los Angeles and we'll talk about that today in the podcast then I was also but like at the same time the season finale of episode one of the last of us was broadcasted on HBO Max I'll also talk about that and I'll also talk about um Star Wars is the Bad Batch, episode 13. I watched Cocaine Bear today, earlier today. I also watched Marlowe. I'll be talking about those movies. Then I also finally watched The White Lotus. I'm currently um, in season 2, episode 6. And I have to say, I really, really, really like it. And I also like, I now get why it earned so, like, it literally, like, swept all the awards onto their corners at, like, the Golden Globes, the Emmys. And I now understand why. Then I'll also talk about... um, the third episode of season three of the mandalorian which was filled with name dropping and go from like take this from episode uh, take this from planet x and fly over to planet z you know like those um quests we went on with Grogu and Pedro, okay, Mendo. I also I also talk about um what I'll be watching this week. Uh you know, tomorrow is the season finale of the final season of season two of Amazon Prime's Prime Videos um, Carnival Row. I just got distracted. <laughs> um, yeah, Carnival Row. And also the third season of Power Book 2 Ghost will be streaming also tomorrow on Stars and Stars Live. Yeah, that's the plan, I guess.
Yeah, we have to not talk about the Oscars, so let's do that. In the next segment. <laughs> so, um, the Oscars, like, first of, first of all, the fashion. Can we, like, talk about the fashion this year? I think I saw so many, like, transparent dresses. Um, Cara Delevingne looked really good in her red dress. Um, Angela Bassett also really looked good in her purple dress. Um, also, this night was, like, it was a very, I am historic night because Michelle Yeoh made um, history for being the first Asian woman who won Best Leading Actress at the Oscars, along with other others. Um, and I have to say that I was so excited. I stayed up until 3 a.m. The Oscars started around 11.30 p.m. And um, like the red carpet and then like the the like the ceremony started actually around 1 a.m and so it was until 4 a.m but i was like tired so i i watched uh i think i watched like after pedro no wait i watched until salma hayek and and what's his name? Antonio Banderas host like presented an award. I watched until then, and then after the next day, I rewatched it, and I cried so many times. Like when Gemma won his Oscar for his work for Pinocchio, or when um everything won their oscars and especially like the last oscar was like back to back i was like most crying i was i was a mess but i was a happy mess so yeah um the the oscars begin with jimmy kimmel <laughs> what's that jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel he kind of like arrived in his like jet like like it was flying around the thing studio city that is and the coolest thing was did i just broke it okay just fell i thought i just broke my mic like the tripod of my mic but i did it was just a little bit loose so with that out of the way let's talk about it so um this like these oscars were held Okay, so the Oscars, I know why it cut off, but it cut off. Anyways, the Oscars were held at the Dolby uh, Theater in Los Angeles. And so, Jimmy Kimmel um, landed with a parachute. It was really cool. Like, he kind of just, like, parachute and he jumped. Anyways, then he, like, cracked some jokes. And um, Tom Cruise wasn't there. I think he was filming for MI8. I think <laughs> MI8, like Mission Possible 8. Then, um, also, who else wasn't there? Um, James Cameron, he wasn't there either, like present, and a bunch of other people. So, yeah. Um, 
Okay, I will go to the awards now. So, actor in the leading role. Also, I'll have to like talk about Lady Gaga's performance at the Oscars and Riri's Rihanna's performance at the Oscars. But Lady Gaga's was a tribute to the um, to the pilots who to the female pilots who lost their lives during the during like I think World War W. World War um, Two, yeah, I have. To, I think it's two or whatever. Like during Top Gun Maverick, anyways. Um, like the feeling. So that was why she was so. She was like without makeup and just in a t-shirt and in, in jeans and her her hairstyle was reminiscing that those days. So the. I, I don't remember what was the first award. I don't remember. Anyways, we'll go like according to this Oscars official uh, award winners list. <laughs> I can't talk today. Um, so, actor in the leading role went to. Brandon Fisher for The Whale. Um, I think we know. I mean, this is this is like well deserved. And so, act actor in a supporting role went to Ki Yu Huan, and his speech was so touchy and made me cry. And um, it was so heartfelt his 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 speech. I didn't know that he was a child actor. I learned that because he said it. In his so yeah, I didn't know that he was a child child actor. Um, Kei Huan. Um, and his English was so cute. His, his English is really cute. Um, I lost my train of thought because it's like my laptop was, went to blank and the recording started st stopped, which is very annoying. This is like the second time I have to record this section uh, segment. So yeah, um, he said that in his acceptance speech. Oh, yeah. Then uh, actress in a leading role went to Michelle Yeoh, and she made history. Like I said, this was the last. Um, this was the last. No, before like pro. Before the last award, because the last award was um best. Best, 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 I think, editing. It went to everything. And her, her speech was also really touchy, very touchy. And then, um, yeah, then animated feature, Del Toro won. And his, I like this man's, like, um, speeches. Because he mostly says the same thing but he just does it with a passion and you really know like he loves cinema and his work and um i just i, I just just not warms my heart when he receives his labors for it for his fruit and um 
Yeah, and also the coolest thing also about the this Oscars, like the the Oscars this year was the fact that we got some background information when, uh, like for example, when Guillermo del Toro was like um called to onto the stage, he like the lady who usually does the announcements. She also has a, a TikTok account. I found her. Um, when she does it, she like said some facts about the director or his first movie and stuff like that. So it was really cool. Um, maybe that's that's always been the case with the Oscars, but I did, I hadn't really known that, or like realized it or noticed it. Anyways, so yeah, it went to Pinocchio, Netflix Pinocchio. Then Best Cinematography went to All Quiet on the Western Front. They were nominated for 11 Oscars. No, wait, 9 Oscars and won uh, 4. And the recording started. It's very annoying because it keeps cutting off. Anyways, um, yeah, so All Quiet won 4 Oscars out of 9. And everything won seven out of eleven. Um, yeah, uh, costume design went to Black Panther, and the costume designer, she like, she said that her mom had died, and she said in her speech, like Chadwick, protect my mom, or take care of my mom, and I, you know me, I, his death has really affected me, and I like started crying at like. 3 a.m. Um, yeah, that happened. Um, then best directing went to her, everything, and um, documentary feature film went to Navani, and um, this is like about the Russian situation, and the one of the producers or something. She this like speech about her husband who is now incarcerated for speaking about Putin and yeah it was very touching. Then a documentary short film went to the Elephant Whisperers. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie. Then best film editing went to Everything. Um. International feature went to All Quiet, but we knew that. I thought it would be, I knew that, like, I had this feeling that it would be um, All Quiet. And also, like, most of my predictions came true, which made me really happy. <laughs> um, so, best music original score went to All Quiet. Then, music original score went to Naatu Naatu, and they also performed this song. And I really liked it also, and they also performed um, this song from Everything Everywhere All At Once with Stephanie Hsu, and it really looked so good, like, it was very, it was very, um, overstimulated native, <laughs> I would say, but, and also, like, they also had these hot dog ha- uh, fingers, which looked really cool. So also it was like uh, all white. I really liked this. I I think I my favorite performance was um 
Lady Gaga, then Rihanna, and then Naruto, and then, um, no. Basically, yeah, like, and Lenny Kravitz is, did also. So, like, Lenny Kravitz, um, did also perform, and I also really liked this song. I basically like all the performance, to be honest. Performances that the Oscars. Um, yeah, so best picture went to everything. And this was like, I think, when they won back to back. Um, production design went to All Quiet. Then uh, short film animated went to The Boy, The Mall, The Fox, and The Horse. Um, short film live action went to an Irish goodbye. Uh, best sound went to Top Gun Maverick. The visual effects went to Avatar, but I had already like, predicted it. Predicted, predicted, predicted that. <laughs> writing went to uh, best writing adapted screenplay went to Woman Talking. Um. Best Writing Original sc- Screenplay went to everything, and that's all the categories, and uh, Thor didn't win, Fable Mans didn't win, um, Elvis didn't win, which made me very happy, <laughs> um, which movie did, um, yeah, Benji's didn't win, Triangle of Sadness didn't win, I really like that how well, during a commercial or like after a commercial break they were like with 11 oscar nominees this is everything i read all at once and then sh- they showed some clips of the movie uh, they did this with all the movies by the way so yeah i'm overall i'm like very pleased with the nom like with the winners um I like I really like the jokes um Jim Ke- Jimmy Kimmel made. I also really like Daniels and Daniels' um acceptance speech for their last Oscar, like I think seventh Oscar. He said like, you know, I I'm prefacing that like I'm a, I was a weirdo and I didn't have self esteem. I didn't think that I was a great writer, and then Daniel had like motivated him and so on and so forth. And it was very inspiring. Yeah, like basically uh, most of my. <laughs> oh, weirdly, it's still recording. Anyways. Um, so most of my predictions, probably like 95% came true and I'm happy. I can't wait for the next Oscars next year and to see like which also, oh yeah, uh, uh, like which movie will be nominated or will end like when, um, Batman also didn't win, nor did like Puss in Boots. There were so many like l- losers, I would say. Like, um, 
movies which didn't win, but I'm glad that Avatar won and everything won and All Quiet won. And so, yeah, those were the Oscars, like the best probably three hours of my life. I not three, five, <laughs> five hours, like including the red carpet. I, um, I spent a day and like, and it was, it was like very entertaining. <laughs> I want Jimmy Kimmel to host the Oscars every single year because it's he like made joke about the um about the slap with between um Chris Rock and Will Smith and um he like he was like throwing jabs at all like all the attendees of the Oscars and also those who didn't attend. I I really like it. Like I really enjoy. And also they had this live orchestra, orchestra, at the theater, and they played um, they played like something from Thor, and they played um, Pirate of the Caribbeans, and what else did they play? Like basically, like all a bit of the score. Oh yeah, they played um, Mission Impossible when Jimmy came in onto the Oscar stage with his parachute. So I'm trying to think what else I can say about the Oscars. You guys know my um my like opinion. I I really feel like this. The Oscars this this year Um, I was just trying to unlock my laptop because my fingerprint somehow didn't work. Anyways, um, I forgot. So yeah, basically I want to say was the fact that, uh, this year's the Oscars were really like about the movies and the really like the uh, directing the actors like all and all about the um, art of movies um and i appreciate i appreciate appreciate appreciated that like it wasn't it wasn't really about um oh like which movie gathered the most like commotion during the uh pre like during the award season which made 
you like made a movie, if you like produce the movie or direct the movie, eligible eligible for the Oscars. You know what I mean? Like it, if like if that was the case, I think um Alice would have won many Oscars along with uh Tar or Turning Red, the Batman. So it, like, it wasn't about like popularity. It was really about the core of the of this experience called like named movie and along with all it's like um pieces of the puzzle like the bigger picture you know what i'm saying so yeah i really like that and i also thought that this was like more kind of like serious except except that jimmy Kimmel's like jokes but other than that I really I had a lot of a lot of fun and because I was so tired afterwards I like I went to bed at three and woke up at eleven. I I kinda I kinda had like FOMO because when I was watching the Oscars after Salma Hayek and Antonio Banderas had like presented the award. Mm, the live stream on my TV uh, on Proceben didn't like stop working, so I was like uh, kind of panicking. And then I was like, okay, it I like refreshed it. It didn't work. I changed the channel. It didn't work. So I was like, okay, this is a sign that I should go to bed. So I went to bed and watch the rest of the Oscars. Then like after I woke up. So yeah. Oh yeah, because of that, because of me being very tired, I also I really liked Florence Pugh's dress. Along with Kate Blanchett's dress, Michelle Yeoh's dress, Angela Best already said the boys, like the guys were also really looking good, like Wah. Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Myers. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, because I was like very tired, I um I didn't watch the the Last of Us finale, but I watched it a day before after that. And so Oh, also, speaking of The Last of Us, it's kind of like, I, basically, I will talk about this um, in the segment where I will be talking about the finale. So, let's go to there. Okay, so, um... So... The episode started with the HBO Max um, like logo, and then we saw um, a woman, a pregnant woman, running from clicker, uh, from running away from clickers. And then she went to an abandonment house abandonment abandoned house and gave birth and we and we found out that she was um 
she was bitten and so because she was bitten she like cut the umbil umbilical cord really fast and the baby was ellie and uh, we saw oh, like uh, she was like this is ellie and then we saw um the leader of the fireflies from episode one who raised ellie basically like took care of ellie i forgot her name what's her name again um Oh yeah, her name was Marlo. So, um, like she was like, you know, take care of her, and then she used the switchblade. And I learned from the games. I had never played the games, but I learned that the switchblade is like something which her mom, her mom was, her mom's name was uh, Anna, and um, Ashley who played Anna in the who played Ellie who voiced Ellie in the game was uh, Anna in this series. I also listened to this podcast on I also listened to this po- podcast on HBO Max. Uh, like the last of us podcast and um, she was a guest on there. It was so heartbreaking for like for Anna to have to like give her baby her newborn up because you know she she would die in a couple of minutes or hours. It was so so sad. It was so heartbreaking. And then the episode intro started, like again and ended. I love this intro so much. And then we saw Ellie like closing her eyes and trying. She clearly had some PTSD from what happened in episode eight, aka she killed David with the 
like it was very brutal um then like and um joel saw that and he, he was like i'm kind of like she she he gave her this um book that this game which he used to play i think with sarah and she wasn't in mood and then he was like you know what i'm in the mood of puns so tell me and then ali told some puns puns They went into this abandoned house on the roof and also learned from the games, like from the videos I watched and from the podcast, that um, the in the game, Ellie throws the... This is so annoying. Ellie throws the ladder on uh, to Joel, but in the series, that Joel throws the ladder to him, and then they go on to the roof, and then see a, gra- a-, a giraffe. This was really like beautiful because even though like everything um also they are like in you know they're like on their they're like and they're like almost at the hospital at the um the fire device so they're like this is so beautiful because yes like everything around them is crumbling and it's like a ma- like it's so sad and and um and depressing but because of ellie he kind of like opens up and is this like new person and he has accepted her as his surrogate child and it's and so this shot like you see a lot of greenery and the giraffes and in the background you see a an abandoned like house and um like kind of like ruins And then mm, Ellie tells him about uh, Riley and says, no, it wasn't my first kill. I had to kill this person, Riley, in the mall. Like, I wasn't alone. My friend Riley was there and then she was bitten. And then she said that um, in the seventh episode, Riley had said, was it seventh? Yeah, seventh episode, Riley had said, like, Let's just, you know, lose our minds and 
could be together or something. And so that's exactly how, like, she tells Joel that. And then they go on a hike. And then he gets um, abducted, abducted by by the fireflies, and um, he wakes up in this hospital bed, and then. And then uh, Marlo is sitting there and he asks like where Ellie is and then and then and then um, they have this like, conversation. Because I guess like nobody knew what would happen at when they're arrive when they're like arriving with the fireflies at this hospital with the fire fireflies. So Marlo is like you know, she you know, we can change the world and she's like the cur and then Pedro is like, Oh you will be like killing her. So he's like, No, no, no and then you can say for her, she's like in the surgery room already, getting ready for surgery. Because like, I guess here we can see like, um, Malu has like kind of watched over her, mm, but Joel really, 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 really knows what's like, like, he kind of like raised her, you know what I mean? Like knows how she is. So it's, it's like as if both two words are like clashing onto one another. And he's like, bring me to her. And then, um, oops. They're like, they're like, they're like, um, they bring him to somewhere, I don't, I forgot where, but, um, there one guy's like, walk, and then he's like, I'm walking, and then he like, kills him, and then he finds the operation room, and like, he keeps shooting, shooting. And then he finds the operation room.
and he threatens the nurses and and he takes her and the thing it's kind of like his full circle moment because it's the exact way like um he's he carried uh and was in a similar situation with uh, his daughter sarah in the first episode so that's why i said it's kind of like a, it's really like a full circle moment and he goes and then he sees a uh, marlo And Marlo's like, you know, this is the, this is the way. No, this is the right way. And then he's like, no, like, I don't care. Like, find someone else. And they have this like whole argument, and he shoots her. And then we cut to a scene where um, Joel is in a car, and Ellie is in the back, like, waking up from the anesthesia they gave her. And then she asks, like, what happened? And he's like, you know, like, there are so many, so many other, like, so many other people who are like you. And then they use them. But then we cut to a scene, like, if, kind of like a flashback. Because we see Marlo, like, begging for mercy. Because, uh, you know, Joel is, like, almost, like, people be shooting her. And then he, and then he's like, you know. And she's like, I'll be coming for her. And then so he's like, okay, I have to like kill you because I don't want you to like, come for her. Even like when I'm not there. So then he kills her. Kills her. And then we see a, a kind of like a land and Ellie was like in the car and Pietro was like outside the car and then Ellie was like swear to me that like no they they, they went onto this uh, hike and um, and he was like, no, remember we used to do that. And so it's kind of like a, it has kind of become a routine. And he, he talked more about, um, he talked more about like Sarah and he said, you know, you and Sarah would have been great friends.
Oh yeah, and then um, she said like, swear to me that 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 like everything you told me about the fireflies were true. And while having this conversation, I said like about um, Riley. And she kind of like feels bad because she could have like saved those people because she's like um riley was the first to die and then tess and then the others like and then uh riley was first to die and then tess and then sam and he, he was like uh, she was like you know i could have like saved them to him And then he asks her, like, what you going to do next? Will you just keep going? And then she said, swear to me that everything you said about the fireflies was true. And then Joel was like, I swear. And she says, okay. But I think that she is like saying okay but doesn't really like believe him like knows the truth because um she's like okay like she's like okay like let's move on and then the episode ends i have to say i would do the same thing what joel did if it was my not even my child if it was like my sister or my brother i would have done the same thing as Joel did and so like I think like both sides have their like rights and wrongs so you can just like it's very like debatable whether Joel what Joel did was the right way or the wrong way so in my opinion every single person who is like in this role of a parent or of an older sibling or even of an older cousin would have done what he has done because he has this like fear of losing her and like losing another person and, and having to go through this loss again which he did with um sarah but also but then tess also tess so he is really like fearful and i think when you're in this situation you i think your like survival instincts really kick in and you can't really think rationally besides like i have to save this person and, and i have to save a loved one so like i said i would do this i would definitely do the same thing do i think it's the right or wrong i like i said it's very difficult to differ to like um to say that because if because like i said like 
because it's very like both sides have their like rights and wrongs and so it's like it's very irrational to say oh or like not so clever to say oh um and what Joe did was like wrong even he knows that it's like he knows like he has to do everything that he has to do for Ellie even though Ellie would like probably hate him <laughs> um I'm kind of like spoiling here because there is I saw that there is this one part in the second installment of the game which will be the second season of the series that um Ellie will be like questioning him like what like kind of like will be I guess going back and to the hospital and be like okay this happened really like she will find out and then she will be mad at him but I guess like I said I would have definitely done the same thing and I it's such a slippery slope I think most of us like of us either if you're an older sibling like me or if you have an like yeah if you have younger people in your life and you would definitely do the same thing or like have a child like a young just like a younger younger people in your life once i guess once you are in this in these circumstances like i said you would do the same thing so like i said it's it's very like difficult to debate whether he did a good thing or a bad thing nevertheless this was the way and <laughs> speaking of this was to the way i will be talking about the third episode of the mandalorian um next okay so the mandalorian yeah it was like really yesterday the third episode which is chapter 19 So the episode begin with bacon, begin with the uh, Lucasfilm logo. Um, and Mendel and Bogota were like back on on these mines. Like I think last time was like the, when he was in the water. Whoa, wait, yeah, in the water. And he's like, "Am I ready?" And then Boga Bogotan was like, "You're Mandalorian." 
12, yeah. And then she's like, can we leave now? And then they like went. And he kind of like filled something up with this water. And so Mendo, he when he did, like when he filled this thing, I think he filled something up, I don't remember, with the water, he, and Bokatan was like, can I ask you something? And, and he said, yes, yeah. And then uh, Bokatan was like, did you see anything down there? And he said, I saw, I saw, I think he said, I saw a castle passing, something like that. When, when I fell and then we, uh, the camera showed go. And then she said, did you say anything alive? And then he said, uh, no. Nothing. And she's like, okay, let's get out of here. And then went to the ship, which I like. I love this ship. I don't know. It's so cool. Like when it lands, it has a different shape. When it flies, it has a different shape. I really like it. And then we saw a flying sequence, and then and then Mendo said in the ship inside the ship he's like, "I'll get my ship and then I'll bear it away and I will be forever grateful for you." And then he's and then Bokuda was like, "Okay, like, um, what you did was in." The favor of your faith. I hope that your helmet won't come off again. And then he said, "This is the way." And then she said, "This is the way." And Grogu made Grogu made some noise along with Arpa. And then they took a hit. And then and then they went to Kalabara. And we had this like fight, like with this like kind of like Star Wars, the most Star Wars scene you could you can never imagine like them fighting with these um others ships. I don't remember the name. I'm sorry. And then Bo and then Mendo flew. And 
went to his ship <laughs> and then they fought those ships other ships and we got this like really cool inside look onto the ship and um so mendo was with grogu and boca was with r5 and r5 was very boring And he's a tank for the backup, and then he's a, a two more to go. And then the 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 like kept um fighting, and then the episode things um. And throw aside. We saw Dr. Pishing in this episode. We, like, I remember the planet, but it really looked like where Ender actually was, kinda. And um, we saw this like ceremony. And Dr. Fish Pishing was talking in a hologram. He was like talking about the cloning technology. He was like explaining his clone technology thingy. And they were dropping like names like Empire, Rebels, Legends. They <laughs> were like praising him for his speech. really looks like it like the last week <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. And then he went to Amnesty Housing. And this is kinda of like a program for the like higher ranked people.
he met some other scientists. Was M34 and he was L. I remember the name, the number. But he like welcomed Dr. Fishing. Fishing. Oh yeah, G68. <laughs> and then he was like, I didn't, she was like, I didn't expect to see any crew from Moff Gideon, Gideon's ship. He was like, Gideon, I, I never knew you were working for him. Not long live the new public, and then, um, they like really showed him everything. The 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 structure and the dynamic dynamics. And then he's, we saw his like place where he stood, stayed. And um, and he was like wandering around. He saw we saw some cubicles. And then we saw some ceremony. It was like a street festival, to be honest. They went there. And they had to like talk about the new uh, Republic or something. No, what was it? Oh yeah, he was like in the right hand. My studies could help, and but his studies were about like cloning. And he talked about the ethics of cloning with. This girl, his colleague,
Oh yeah, New Republic, yeah. Oh yeah, it was, now I remember. Corosol. And then she was like, you know, like, you could touch it. There was this mountain and she was like, you can touch it. And then, but it turned out to be that he couldn't touch it. And then we cut to a scene where he went to this room and he was like questioned by this robot, like a another one, android, android, and was like, "Do you feel and like? Are you able to maintain like a positive attitude towards the new government, a new republic, not government, new republic, and so on and so forth?" And then those questions, he said, "Yes, yes, yes." And but some, but one time, but like deep down, he was like, mm, "I don't know." And then this, his colleague came to him with a proposal about his studies, like to do it like in, in a lab. And he's like, uh, I don't know. And then he shows like, just think about it. And cut to it, we cut to a scene where we saw some cubicles and he was working there. And he forgot to scene. He was he was back with destroyed. He was it was questioning him some more time about his well-being and his beliefs and stuff like that. And he like started to question the droid. And then he said, and then the droid was like, yeah, like you can. I'm happy that you are continuing the embassy program. Amnesty program. <laughs> and he knocked on the his colleague's door and then was like, okay, I thought about it, let's do it. And so they were like planning. And the action started. The action, like the action thrillers part. They were going, passing some, some um, workers there. And then she was like, how do you think, like, I got this card? But before that, she was like, you know, like, imperial ships have these um, labs, right? And he's like, what? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> and so, yeah, they tried to, oh, they, like, made it to this lab. 
so I could work on this clone studies. But I love the score of this series so much. And I almost like, I almost like kissed. <laughs> His colleague's name. Oh wow, left. Um, his colleague's name was Elena Kane. And then we got this like tense music while they were in this lab. And they were kind of like the And then they were arrested. <laughs> but but he wasn't arrested because his colleague like jumped in front of him. I was like, I don't take it. And then we got to Dr. Freshing and they were like putting him onto this device which was this um Star Wars like mind thingy like similar to like when similar to the one which we could see in Many Black like they kind of er erased the memory And he's like, 
like this is like a torture device, something like that. And he, the thing that was operating, it was like, no, like this is like a non-invasive um, memory device. He's like, no, it's a mind flayer. The um, doctor pressing. He's like, no, like this can be used to soothe electrical like frequencies and like reduce stress. And um, Elaine was like behind. It was like, she was not he, she was, um, distracted because this laptop is keep keeps like shutting down anyways like goes to standby mode 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 so yeah and um elaine was like uh near him but it was kind of like a um, she was she was behind a window and so uh, and someone said that I thought he was doing so well. And she was like, I just want to help. And they, the operating guy was like, um, behind, like next to her, I was like, you will help. And then they start the machine. And then she was like, uh, he was like, what happened? And then she said, he relapsed. And then she put on the volume, like it was very high, even higher than it was before. And she was eating these cookies because the, these cookies were like playing a role in this episode. Then we cut to black and then we saw a spaceship that was Mendo and Boga, they arrived at this planet. It was really like this place where Boba stayed, like this, these sand caves where he stayed in Boba Fett. Because there were other Mandalorian in these in this cave, so I really thought when I saw this other Mandalorian, I was like, "Oh, is that Boba Fett?" But it he it wasn't him.
but the head of the Mandalorian, like this this Mandalorian group, was like, "You're not the Mandalorian anymore," because you know <laughs> he took off the helmet, and then and then he was like, "No, like I'm redeemed," and then she, this, yeah, he was like, "I've been to the mind of this of Mandalorian and was redeemed." And then he's like, no, this can't be true, because those are like, those are like, that's not true. Those were like, out of the Mandalorian, like, those were like bombed. And then he's like, no, like, these are mines. Mandal was like, these are mines that keep, kept us from the ex from exile, from the exile. And then he, and then she, the guy was like, is this true? And then the other was like, is this true? And then Boca said, yes, I, I witnessed it. And it was so Google. And he said, this is why. So like they were accepted in this cave. And he's like, the giant claims to be like redeemed. And then the head of the Mandalorian was like, this woman was like, um, is this true? And then she, he said, yes. And he brought something with him and then Boca was like, I was, I'm the witness. Like I was witness, witness, it's true. Oh yeah, it was just like water. Then they um, poured the water into this thing, and the water turned blue. And then it's like, this is true. You are Mandalorian. Congratulations. And they were like, this is the way. This is the way. And Brokatan, Brokatan Greece. She was also redeeming it. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. And then the episode ended. And they were like congratulating, congratulating them, the rest of the in the cave. Voga was looking around. She saw she she saw a symbol, and then the episode ended. Okay, so I I watched um, Marlo, and I really liked it. It's, it's this new 
like detective new noir uh, movie. It really reminds me of like all those like detective movies I liked with Neil ne- Liam Neeson. Um, I really like it. It was it's long, but it's a good one. And I watched also like I, hmm, I. I watched Cocaine Bear this early today, but I didn't finish it because it was too bloody and too much for me, but I will try to finish it um, this week. Um, yeah, it was too much, but I really like it. I really like the gore and the jump scares, but yeah. I thought I could do it, but I can't. I couldn't. So I said I watched it earlier, but I didn't really finish it. So my movie, well, my full-length movie review will come on set Sunday. So this is like kind of like a movie review tease, tease. Um, but one thing I have to say is like, Marlo was a little bit too predictable to be honest. Like who did what, why? Um, it was too predictable. I think I knew it when it was in the second act. I was like, okay, this person did it. And this is why, and this is why. So I, I was like, I really like like going onto this journey with Liam Neeson and Diane Kruger. But we like, I really, I soon really noticed that, okay, they are going to hook up. They will, um, have this like business pleasure situation, and then this these these two guys will, I can't say names because I don't want to spoil it, but these two will have something going on with one of the, like, intrigue, like, um, what's called, mm, like, they will work together to make Liam Neeson's work a living hell, and so that happened but i really st- i still really enjoyed it and i'll be watching i'll be watching uh what is it called oh yeah i will be finishing probably like oh didn't work Damn. i'll be probably finishing season two of the white lotus tonight because i'm on episode six and the second season has um seven episodes so yeah but i have to say i really like i i think i my favorite season was the first season because it was so much fun like i really liked um rowan's Mayfair's aka okay, like Alessandra Didario's um character. I also liked um 
to this sweetness character. I also like um, Jennifer Coolidge's character and um, this hotel manager's character as well. Uh, it was played by an Australian actor. I know that. <laughs> I really like the ups, like absurdity of the uh, hotel guests. Like one, there was one, there was like um, Rowan's character. She plays Rachel in this. So Rachel, uh, husband Shane, uh, was like bitching about the fact that their pool didn't like their room didn't have three pools but just two pools so i was like mm, why um so yeah the hotel manager was moray barlet barlet in mary Bartlett. oh he played frank oh my god i knew it frank was the hotel manager in the first episode uh first episode first season and and um and Steph no Stephanie Sabrina Impatore plays the one in the second season the hotel manager in the second season and I so also like the second season because it's like in Italy and it's, it's beautiful. But I like I since twenty twenty I've been learning Italian, so I it's kind of like a challenge for me too, as well because I like challenge myself. Like I'm like okay, like they talk in they speak mostly Italian, so I'm like okay, did I just like I don't really read the subtitles, but I try to figure out what they're saying or I like I can understand a few like I can understand word words wise um in the sentence like some words and some when I don't understand them I just write them and then I look them up and then I like learn the the words like that so yeah I really like the second season because it's kind of like a continuation of the story um but also not because only jennifer college and her on-screen husband came back from the first season but i really like the addition of aubrey aubrey plaza and and tom Oh, wait, that was in the first season. No, wait, it's in the second season. Oopsie. And, um, 
just did. Oh yeah, Tom Holland there. Also in as I was saying this season. Oh, the of the White Lotus, a Lotus, and he plays uh, Alfred in the Harley Quinn animated series. I don't know why I just like needed so many second like so many minutes to say that but yeah i will be this kind of like marks the end of this episode i'm so excited for the now last two episodes of the final season of carnival row tomorrow then shrinking i also watched the eighth episode of shrinking i really liked it i also watched the seventh episode of hello tomorrow i really still love this I love this series so much because it looks so cool. Like those hovering cars. I want one. Even though I don't have a license, but I want one. A driving license, but I want one. I want to drive one. And so yeah. I will also watching be watching um yeah, shrinking. I said I'll be watching uh what was it? What was it? What was it? Oh yeah, Power Book Two Coast Season Three. I'm so excited for that one. I just want to know like how his mom, like how Ghost's son's mom, will be doing, cause like she's in jail stuff. And and what like Sterling will be doing as well. And also if Tommy will come back. Probably will come back. Uh, yeah, you will see. If you haven't watched the Ghost, like the, the Power series, do it. It's so good. I'm like really late to the party, but it's so good. Like, it's like 50 Cent really. He just knows how to make it more a series. And this is really good. And it has like, it's supposed to have five spin-offs, but it has four spin-offs because. 50 has stopped working with stars so it has um the or the power book like power universe is just power it has six seasons then it's start power book two ghost and power book three raising canon that's canon is played by 50 cent in this okay curtis he in this um series it's a spin-off on him it that has three no two seasons um to do those the check Oh yeah, it has two seasons. Seasons, then, um, then yeah, Power Book Three is Chris and Ken on Power Book Four, and Power Book Four is Force. That's the story around Tommy, and I really like it. I like it so much. It's so much fun. Um. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. 
tomorrow. And on Sunday's episode, I'll be talking about Marlow in full length. And then Star Wars is the Bad Batch. <laughs> now Star Wars is over. I'm kind of sad, but I'm very excited for the next season. I'll do a news section on the Sundays on Sunday's episode because this episode is already long. But thank you so much for the support and what did you guys think about like about Joel's this um troll what Joel chose and also thank you so much for listening and I'll be working on the bonus episodes I know I keep saying that but so many things are happening behind the scenes I hardly have the time um to do that but I will be putting more effort and you can also like you can also listen to this podcast on Amazon Music. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Amazon, so The Last of Us is now available uh, to buy and to rent on Amazon Prime Amazon, Amazon Prime Video. And so the first, second, and third episodes were released or have already been released. And the uh, Fourth and fifth will be released this week on Friday. And so, yeah, the remaining also will be released like a week after that. You can watch it, but also on Amazon Prime Germany. You can watch, you can like stream their channel called Freeway also in. Germany and Austria and Switzerland right now, which you couldn't earlier this year. So this is like a chat. It's just it's not an ad, but I'm just saying it. The Prime Video, like the The Last of Us situation, like The Last of Us being able um, to stream on Prime Video was uh, not an ad. Also not not an ad. I'm just saying it. So yeah, so Freeway is this channel. You have movies, you have a series, and produced by like Amazon Studios and stuff. Also licensed ones. But the thing is, um, it's for free, and you have to endure ads before you watch a series or a movie, or like or like in between as well. So. But I still like it. You can check it out. It's really cool. With that being said, also make sure to check out the link for to my Amazon list where you can find merchandise, um, movies, Blu-rays, DVDs, 
of uh, on like movies and TV shows. And if you purchase something from that from this list, I'll earn a commission, but you won't pay more. So this is kind of an ad. Just like feel feel free to check it out. Um, yeah, I will talk to you on Sunday, and have a great day, night where we are, and enjoy your enjoy the good weather around Europe. Cause I'm looking outside currently, and it's very sunny but cold. So yeah, I'll probably go for a walk. Well, we'll see. Um, probably after releasing this episode, because it's already five. Oh, I'm already 16 minutes late. Oopsie. <laughs> Anyways, um, put it on Sunday. Bye.